Mr. Jelly, on a scale of one to ten, how motivated do you feel right now? How motivated? Oh, it depends on what you're talking, what we're talking about, because some things I'm motivated for and some things I'm not. Right now, I'm very motivated to take a nap, but that's mostly because it's kind of, you know, evening. I've just gotten home from work. Work tends to take all of my motivation away, but also gives me motivation. So, what what if we limit it to motivation for actually doing work, whether it be on gift wrapped or your actual work work? Okay. I believe some people call it a J-O-B job. Is that right? <laughs> a jobby job job. J-O-B job. That, yep, yeah, you've said that one. Yep, good. So, uh, look. A J-O-B job. I get <laughs> I get motivation from a lot of places, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm motivated for, for, for any number of different reasons. I think there's, one, there's something to kind of cover off if we're going to talk about, like, where you get motivation from. And that's like where what what sucks motivation away like cuz I think I think the number one thing that I find is I have to have like I have to be in a good headspace in order to be able to get motivated like or to find it easier to motivate myself. Do you find that that you need a specific headspace to kind of achieve optimum motivation? No, not really. I think what I find that is that if I'm not in that kind of headspace, then it just takes longer to get into it. Like I don't find if, yeah, if I'm in the wrong place that I'm just, oh, well, now it's impossible. I might as well kind of give up and come back later. But it's not about giving up on the on uh, on getting motivated to to do, you know, to do work or whatever. Uh, but I think like in order to be able to kind of achieve, like to to be able to keep yourself motivated you have to kind of cover off on some really basic kind of bases first which is things like you know i find it really difficult to get motivated when i'm tired so if you if i make sure that you know i get a decent amount of rest i don't have to get you know like a million hours of sleep a day i don't even know if that's possible but you know, if I get a decent amount of amount of rest and downtime, I find it a lot easier to get motivated. I also find it a lot easier to get motivated if I've actually had some chance to kind of recharge. Because I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or whatever. I'm an introvert, and introverts aren't you know necessarily just people who are antisocial and don't want to go to parties. People introverts are um, people who kind of get their energy from you know being alone from you know having kind of their own space so i find that if i want to if i want to kind of have motivation throughout the the week and find it easier to get motivated throughout the the rest of the week on my weekends i need to take some time to have you know my own little bit of space does that make sense yeah it it kind of makes sense i mean i'd also you know classify myself as an introvert but i think the difference is i reckon one of the keys to I don't know, to to kind of me getting motivated is kind of separating, you know, work from home, if that makes sense. So there's a yeah. there's a, at least a 30-minute commute, you know, from here to work by car, like on a good day, like sometimes more. And I don't know, I kind of find that separation actually helps and also coming to an office, you know, where there's other people, you know, in the same space also helps as well. Like I've I've come to work a few times when, you know, everyone's been away or sick or whatever, so I'm just sitting here by myself and that's... I mean, you get a lot of work done, but it's nowhere near as motivating as if, you know, there's other people around you actually working as well. You know, there is something about that. 
Yeah. Is that when there's people in close proximity to you actually, you know, doing work as well? I don't know. For me, at least, there's something very motivating about that. I mean, I, I spent uh, like I, I spent a good amount of time working from home over the last uh, several years, and a lot of people have kind of come have have mentioned, or while I was while I was doing it anyway, a lot of people mentioned to me that like they would find it difficult working from home because they would not be able to find the motivation to do the work that they planned on doing. But I think in that kind of an instance, you have a different set of motivation. And maybe it's this—it's a similar thing for for you, but that you have motivation when you've got some part of the thing that motivates you when you have when you're working on the things that you're doing as products anyway is the kind of that feeling of you know success that you kind of want to achieve that you you know you built something then it's out there and people are using it and that future. Uh, hope for you know satisfaction i mean it it definitely drives me as far as things like gift wrapped because i don't really have a place that i can go to work on it other than my office at home but i do understand what you mean by like separation i think you mentioned something pretty interesting there which is um i find i don't know what you find but i find that getting motivated to implement you know new exciting features is pretty easy because you know whatever things you're working on you're super excited just to see them you know, on your phone or, you know, wherever your application happens to be. And it's it's kind of exciting just to get the first few steps of that, you know, put together and actually see something visually happen on the screen. But what I find is a lot of the times how I get motivated to fix bugs is someone will actually, you know, write in about it. They'll send us an email, they'll send us a tweet and they'll be like, hey, you know, I found this bug and it affects me in this way. And I don't know what it is about that, but when it's another human being on the other end saying, you know, something you made broke and it didn't necessarily make me sad, but, you know, it affected something I was trying to do. I find that super motivating, you know, to try and, you know, get to the bottom of that bug and debug it and go, ah, you know, it was this or it was that. And then actually later on, get back to that person and say, hey, you know, thanks for reporting that. I, I actually found what it was. And, you know, nine times out of 10, they're like, oh, that's, that's so awesome. You know, thanks for looking into it for me. And I find that pretty motivating, like actually, yeah. you know, responding to a human being at the other end with a problem that you're trying to fix. Yeah, but I mean, on top of that, like I find it, I still find it difficult to kind of motivate myself to fix those sort of things sometimes. But the way that I kind of manage that, and it's not necessarily like a, okay, now I like I have no motivation, so I'm going to move to something else. But having, um, keeping myself giving myself enough other things to kind of work on as well and not being stuck on a on, on, in a on a project or on a you know a specific thing all uh for, for a long period of time will will help me stay motivated for particular for you know for all of those uh tasks so uh, it's really hard to kind of explain but so if I have if I'm working on gift wrapped and I, I mean I've just come off essentially an eight month kind of uh, building a new like a new version, um, working on a lot of kind of underlying features that nobody was going to really see, um, you know, other than you know the possible future results of. Um, but the way that you know keeping keeping myself going on that it just meant you know taking time to work on some other smaller kind of projects so that I wouldn't feel like I was kind of trapped underneath <laughs> underneath that huge pile of uh, you know bugs essentially. 
you know, taking some time to work on, you know, on some illustrations or, you know, working on a podcast or something like that. Like keeping myself, giving myself enough other things to do helps me kind of distribute my my motivation. If that Does that even make sense? I don't even know. Yeah, that, that makes a bit of sense. I think one of the, the key things I find, at least in sop- software, software development, is that when... When you kind of look at it, like the first, you know, 80% of building something is super exciting. You know, you see things, you know, happen quickly. You get to try out new things. You get to, you know, play with things that you necessarily maybe haven't played with with before, you know, frameworks and different, you know, UI things. And then what I find is at some point you kind of hit the wall. You know, you've done that 80% 80 of stuff that's not necessarily super fast, but, you know, it's fairly quick to see results from. And then, I don't know, I find the way I tend to code these days is – you know, I've been doing this now for goodness knows fourteen years. I think is is how long I've been programming for. So these days, I don't tend to design a lot of stuff before I begin, and I don't mean you know user interface wise. I mean you know architecture sort of low level programming wise. I I almost you know jump in and start coding, and then I almost treat that like like I guess I'm chiseling maybe like a piece of wood or something like that. So I just start coding things and then as I find you know bits of code that I can reuse or you know things that I need need to be segmented off I start to kind of build those you know underlying infrastructure type things but what I don't tend to do a lot of anymore is you know sit down with a piece of paper and design all the the classes and what are the interface between these classes and what are the blah blah like I don't do yeah any of that I just kind of jump in but then you've got the problem that you know you this is a quickly sort of rapidly you know expanding super fun thing and then you get to that last kind of 20% where you have to actually clean it up and you have to fix all the bugs and you know all the things that you've kind of been ignoring you're like yeah that's a bit janky but I'll do that later I find that last bit really hard where you've got to you basically got to polish it and you've got to finish it and you've got to you know all these slash slash to do's that I've put all through the code you've actually got to deal with those and I, I don't know do you find the same thing like how do you how do you cope with that part of it a difference between you and I I think is that I do tend to do a little bit of prep work before I will code something. Sometimes it means doing code, but not in the same environment. But other times it just means taking what's in my brain and putting it onto a piece of paper. And um, sometimes I find that that actually will help me to, for starters, visualize what I'm trying to, you know, trying to put out because I'm seeing it all and kind of laid out in front of me. But it also means that usually I have a fairly clear picture of how things are going to kind of work before I get started actually building them, which means that I kind of keep that kind of that uh, that motivational process going for a bit longer because first of all, I'm motivated to kind of get everything out of my brain. But then also I I have the motivation to then, you know, make that into an actual thing. And eventually I do get to the kind of the last legs of it where you've got to polish it up and make it, uh, you know, make it safe for people to actually uh, make use of. And that is difficult, I'll be honest. But at that point, I kind of... I guess I kind of focus on the fact that I focus on the end. Like I can see that when that I'm going to be there soon that kind of i i guess i've always been motivated to create things because i i want to see the end result and i want people to see the end result so it's kind of like a you know i want other people to see this you know this thing that i've made and i want them to use it and that kind of gets me through that last little bit yeah i mean that makes sense i think it's 
it's kind of fascinating as well to see the you know just the different coding styles there like between you and i i've always wondered like yeah what kind of a spectrum there is in in programming that might make a you know an interesting topic for another day but i I guess the other i was trying to think of you know what other sources of external motivation i have and i think for me it's it's kind of what you're saying it's you know you want to see the thing that you're building out in the world and you want to see you know people using it and you want to see their reactions to it but i find i also get motivated by what competitors are doing so you know in it's pretty rare in the app store these days to be you know in a section of the market that has zero competition so everything that we do you know is in a highly competitive market and i really love yeah seeing new, new features and you know redesigns and things that competitors do not because you know we trawl through them and we try and pull features out of them it's more just i love to see someone push the boundaries of you know, let's say the podcasting space or the weather space or what you know, whatever space you happen to be, and it's really cool to to download a new version of something like a competitor has done and gone. Oh, look, like that's really nice. You know what he or she did there, and isn't this bit like amazing? And oh, that's interesting. Like I haven't sort of seen that done before, and that I find that highly motivating. Both you know, once they're releasing it, and you know, having seen them release things, you know, so often, like every now and again, a competitor will do something, and that's a fairly constant thing. And I find that motivating as well to know that while you're working on, you know, whatever features you're working on and whatever new version you're working on, your competitors are doing the exact same thing. And it's it's motivating to try and, you know, get out ahead of them or try and, you know, outdo them in certain areas or, you know, just just try and do something different that they haven't tried before. And I find that really motivating as well because it means you can't, you know, you can't necessarily spend, you know, two years working on something because you know all your competitors are doing it as well. So it's it's kind of motivating to, you know, to pick a, set of things to do and then try and finish them i guess not as fast as humanly possible because that you know leads to all sorts of quality issues but at the same time you know as fast as you know you reasonably can without you know destroying the the thing that you're working on if that mm. makes any sense at all yeah that makes sense one of the things that i find um so a concrete example that i can kind of think of of when there was something that i was i've been working on which i found difficult to get motivated for one of the projects that i'm working on i needed to build a like an upload um an upload kind of uh form field which would take an audio file and kind of handle it so you could upload that audio file and it would you know check to make sure that it had all the relevant bits and you know validate it and whatnot so I wanted to make sure that I, I I I did that, but I found it really difficult to get motivated on it because I couldn't kind of grasp what the UI needed to be and what kind of it needed, how it needed to work, and so I kind of would have these fleeting ideas that I would kind of uh, think through and then realize that no, that's not really really good enough, and I, I couldn't I couldn't like motivate myself to actually sit down and go. All right, I need to solve this, I need to figure this out because this is kind of a core thing. What I did end up doing though was was something that we've talked about previously is that when you walk away from a uh fr- from you know something that you're working on, your brain kind of tends to chew over it still while you're not even thinking about it. And eventually I kind of came up with what I thought was, you know, the ideal UI and who knows we'll maybe we'll see. Uh and I put it together and it and uh, it it took me no time at all once I actually kind of got that 
got that satisfying kind of okay i know how this is going to work now so and then suddenly i wanted to see it finished i i think you know having having a clear path like having a clear picture of what's what's in front needs is kind of important for getting you know getting yourself motivated to finish a, a thing as well because if you don't have a clear path it's really hard to kind of it's really hard to motivate yourself to you know to even find that i i, I find do you find that yeah no, no i find the same thing i i find um another maybe slightly unusual form of motivation is you know we have we have more than one developer here at shifty jelly like we've got myself we've got you know philip we've got a new graduate that's just um started recently as well and i find some really weird motivation when you know philip turns around and he says you know oh you know we can't do this thing because it's too hard and the weird part about that is you know i'd probably class you know philip to be probably a better programmer than than i am in a lot of ways like he's more he's more thorough you know he tends to test things a lot more and he tends to you know think through things a bit better than i do but i get an insane amount of motivation when he says something's too hard and then I'll just, you know, I'll take some time and I often won't even do it at work. You know, I'll go home and I'll just be like, you know what, I, I bet I can, you know, figure this thing out. And I, I say it's weird because I think I'm actually motivated by the stubbornness of it, if that makes sense. So yeah, the, the fact that someone has said that something is too hard and the fact that I'm a fairly, you know, stubborn person by nature just means that, you know, I don't disagree with them. I say, I normally say, yeah, that that is pretty hard, but what I'll do is then I'll take it home and I'll just be, you know, obsessive over it for, you know, three or four hours sometimes, you know, at nighttime after the kids have gone to bed just because, you know, it's a hard thing. And that's kind of motivating as well is to try and do something that is not impossible, but, you know, seems really hard, you know, from the outset. And yeah, I don't know if you get that as well or am I just weird, you know, in that one aspect? I get that sometimes. It is difficult though because in... It's been a while since I've been the, the the smartest person at my job, or rather, haven't been the smartest person at my job. Yeah, that sounds like I'm full of myself now. Awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, you are the smartest person, or you aren't? No, I I let, let me explain this in a way that doesn't isn't going to make me sound like I'm a I'm a self important jerk. So, uh, <laughs> by the way, let me get some audio bites out of the way. Jerk. <laughs> jerk. You're such a jerk. Uh, for a long time, I worked uh, I worked uh, as a freelance um, developer, right? And so I was the only person that I worked with. Um, so by definition, you were the smartest. So I was, de- but there was no possible way that I was not the smartest. And if I was, <laughs> if I wasn't the smartest, then there was there was going to be a problem. But uh, then I, you know, joining the joining a um, a design agency uh to to you know uh, late kind of mid last year to you know f- to f- as a as a kind of a full time gig i didn't come in under other people that are necessarily smarter than i am as far as uh as far as development goes um there's the team that i work with development wise there is only about 3 of us the guy that manages the team and I are roughly on even footing as far as you know development goes with the only exception being that because I've been freelancing and doing a lot of things on the you know on the outside I've kind of pushed forward my knowledge set and my skills out of kind of necessity in order to be able to get work you need to have the latest skills when you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again doing a lot of client work you tend to find that that ten, that that stops 
and so you know i i had a lot of i had a lot of kind of newer you know newer stuff whereas he was just he's just as good as a developer as i am but his knowledge is kind of a little bit you know a couple of years back because he's still um he's always playing catch up with with that knowledge set and to some extent so am i these these days um because you're still a php programmer (laughs) (laughs) there it is I love how you talk about him being a few years behind, but you're still like a PHP boost. That's awesome. Anyway, you're making a point. So my point was, uh, so I think the fact that like, I find it difficult to get motivated by you know somebody else saying that they can't get it because uh, because I don't necessarily feel like I have anything to prove in in this kind of role. That being said, I have found, you know, times when I've been motivated to do that. Like, for instance, uh, not so long ago, I uh, made a bet with Jake um, at a at a uh, my co-host uh, on Mobile Couch, mobilecouch.co. And, uh, I'm going to have to charge you for this promotion. <laughs> <laughs> They're starting to add up. Any other they podcasts starting to add up? Spruik while you're here? Uh, Did you know that... Perspective. Uh, it's never longer than 15 minutes, so let's get started. Jelly's wife does a podcast called Silver Screen Queens, which can be found at silverscreenqueens.com. ATP.fm. Okay, now that I've got all that out of the way. <laughs> Where can you find the show notes for that show? ATP.fm. And you can something something because I always skip the song. Do you skip the song? I never skip the song. I sing along to the song. I religiously skip the song. Sorry. Sorry, Marco. Sorry, John. Sorry, whatever the other guy's name is. Not so long ago, I had a, I, I put to get, I, I made a bet with Jake that because he was finding it difficult to kind of um, solve a problem that he was having, and so I decided that I was going to sit down and solve it, and did. And really, it didn't take me all that long because I worked it out in my brain, which is where I work things out, uh, in advance, <laughs> and kind of put it out on paper and figured out what I was going to do, and then and then kind of steamed forward and. Um, yeah, I I find it. I think the thing is, there is no one source of motivation. It's kind of everything combined. So having um you know having a lot of having decent rests and having uh yourself in a good kind of starting point, but also you know finding motivation in you know the fact that uh you know you've got a thing that you want to you know you want people to use, but also finding other sources of motivation along the along the way, not letting yourself get too bored with a project. Like that, they all kind of add up to a, a much more serious level of motivation, and I, I find that on a good day, I can have kind of juggernaut levels of uh, of motivation. Where once I get going, you can't nothing, you know, nothing stops me. But you know, there are days where it's just it's a hard slog, and you just gotta you just gotta power through. Just gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a roller coaster. Sometimes, and I agree. There's like there's all sorts of places that you can get motivation from. I reckon one more that we haven't mentioned that really works for me is towards the end of a project, just setting a firm deadline. And the interesting thing there is we don't necessarily have deadlines. I mean, we're an independent development company. We release stuff, you know, whenever the hell we want. But we kind of sit down internally, and probably a month out from actually releasing something, we set a firm date, and we just pick a date. It can be like any date really that's, you know, a month away. And I find once you've actually set that date, and even though it's a date that we we kind of know that we've made up ourselves and is essentially meaningless in most cases, it's it's insanely motivating. You know, as that date gets closer and closer to just try and 
try and finish something before the deadline actually hits. And it's it's really funny. At the end of those deadlines, every now and again, we'll just give ourselves a, a few more days because, you know, that's what's needed. But even knowing that, there's something really motivating about just having a date, you know, sticking it on the whiteboard that's that's really obvious for everyone. And then yeah. constantly reminding yourself, you know, this date's approaching and no, we can't put that in or yes, we should do that because, you know, this date's coming. Do you do, you do that with gift wrap? Did, or is that more like a side project thing so you don't? I definitely do that with gift wrapped, but not necessarily with dates, but with a task list. So rather, so one of the things that I had with gift wrapped uh, in that in that kind of long stretch was it got a bit demotivating at times because I didn't have kind of a set list of things that I wanted to have for a particular particular version because I don't really at the start of a version I don't go okay I want to deal with this and this and this and this and this and that's it. Um, a lot of the times I'm not finding new things until I'm actually working on it. So I I tend to, my list kind of fluctuates. But towards the end um, and towards the end of the most recent stint, I kind of made a firm decision on, okay, this is what I'm going to ship. And then when this is, so when this is done and in a releasable state, I'm going to ship it. And it doesn't matter if there are other other issues. And I shipped with like I shipped one point one with with some fairly major bugs, which are mostly sorted in a release that I'm I was I pushed the other day. They were not showstoppers, so I just kind of let them go because at the end of the day, I just needed to I needed to get it out there because I needed to like that was the only thing that I. I had kind of left in me and so like there wouldn't there was nothing that would like nothing that i knew about that would you know cause a major crashing or anything like that it wasn't you know it wasn't terrible it was things like you know oh, the scrolling is janky in this one tab because of whatever reason and uh find i found that by setting uh, overall i found that by setting myself kind of a thing of okay at this point i'm just gonna ship it it just this is when I ship um, and getting it out there. That That is kind of the most most kind of motivating thing. It, it's not a date for me. It's more of, okay, this is the thing. Like, this is it. This is the, this is the final result. It doesn't matter if it's not, you know, 100%. This is it. I'd kind of agree with that as well. Not as much maybe as, as you do, but I think there's definitely something, you know, demotivating about an end date that seems to be getting, you know, further and further away. So uh, I think I, I think kind of all said and done, we need to set like to motivate ourselves to finish this episode. We need to set ourselves uh, ourselves a a deadline for when it ends. All right, now plus fifteen seconds. Go. Okay. Right. So um, no, let's let's just end it kind of like yeah. Now. Boom. Yeah, we shipped it. Boom. Boom. Congratulations. Boom. <laughs>